When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jim Morris at Jim Morris MCM on Twitter, MCMiracles.com. Today is Tuesday, October 10th. Mike Brable talked to the media yesterday, kind of wrapping up the game against the Colts. And, you know, not, not a whole lot of newsworthy stuff there. Um, you know, on the subject of, of Christian Fulton, who has been the, you know, the guy that has gotten a lot of fire from that game on Sunday, and deservedly so. Like, he was really bad on Sunday. He's been bad uh, for the most part this year. Um, you know, and Vrabel alluded to the fact on Sunday that the Titans considered benching him. Um, you know, Vrabel said, it was asked if the things that have gone wrong are correctable, and he was basically like, well, they better be, and it better get done quickly. Which, you know, I mean, it, it makes sense for the coach to say. You know, the Titans do have some options in the secondary. Um, they've got, you know, Byron Hooker, your safeties, right? They've moved Molden to safety. They could put Molden back as the nickel guy. Then when you could play Murphy Bunting, Murphy Bunting and McCreary outside and play Molden in the nickel. Because Molden was, was pretty good as a nickel guy uh, early on in his career. So that that's certainly an option they could do. They have some stuff they could, they could get done there. I think it was... Um, Zach Lyons stacking the inbox thing that I was reading yesterday, or maybe that's something he said somewhere. But anyway, um, basically talking about how, you know, they, they talk a lot about positionless football, and this is a good chance to, like, actually, you know, believe in that and, um, you know, move those guys around, move Molden kind of in and out, whether he's the nickel guy or a, a safety, whatever. Um, so you've got some options there. You don't just have to plug Trey Avery back in um, outside as they have done in the past. And, and Avery's a, a fine enough player but not, um, you know, it, it, you don't want him out there for the, the balance of the game. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I, you know, I'd be surprised if Fulton starts in London against the Ravens, but who knows? We'll have to see, you know, as they go through the week, how they evaluate those things. You know, was asked, Vrabel was asked about NPF, Nicholas petit um, you know, not being being down basically on Sunday. And he said, look, he's been out a while. He's going to have to earn back his spot on this line. Not surprised to see Vrabel take that stance. Um, you know, NPF did a, did a dumb thing. I think it was obviously against the rules. And so um, he has to earn his way back. And, and quite frankly, he wasn't great last year. Like he was good. And, and we um, think that he has a chance to, to get better and hopefully improve in year two. But I, I don't think it was ever a lock that he was going to come right back in and play um, Hubbard has played pretty well in that spot. The more, the thing that, you know, I was more excited about was the flexibility that having him back would give the offensive line if they wanted to shift some things around, if they wanted to move Dillard. Uh, Vrabel says Skronsky was a little bit rusty in his return to play. 
So, um, you know, listen, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to be a really good player, and hopefully, you know, now he can be healthy and, and kind of move forward and, and go with that. I uh, was asked about Traylon Burks, was asked about Tier Tart, and, you know, kind of we hope we get those guys back. We'll see what they do throughout the week. Now, the Titans are going to practice today. Um, Vrabel said so they'll practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday here, I think is what he said, before traveling to London on Friday. Remember, they're traveling Thursday. They're going to have kind of a walk through there on Friday. Um, so we will get a little bit of news at least. And again, you know, it'll be a, it'll be a Tuesday injury report, basically like a Wednesday injury report. So not a whole lot to go off of, but if you have a guy like Tart or Burks that, you know, gets the practice in full designation, then maybe we can feel good about them being available on Sunday. So, you know, that, that was kind of it from that. Um, I, I put a poll out on Twitter about what the Titans record would be. If Malik Willis had started these games, I'm going to do something similar today. If Will Levis is starting these games, and again, it's not—it's not even—it doesn't matter. It's something to do, right? But you know, a lot of talk about Tannehill and this season and all those things, and I, I think it's a fair—it's a fair question to ask. What's the point in going 500 this year? What's the point in going 500 this year with Tannehill, with Derrick Henry, whatever? Like. What what good does that benefit this franchise long term? And, and of course, the answer is it doesn't. It doesn't help you at all to go. I mean, you can't go 500 anymore. But um, let's say what eight and nine, um, something like that, and miss the playoffs by a game or two, which I think is what's gonna what's gonna happen. I, I think the AFC South can be won with ten with ten wins. Um, we, we've, I mean, I've talked around and around about that. But um, you know, a lot of talk about should they have moved on from Tannehill, blah blah. blah. At this point, it's kind of irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Um, Tannehill basically, I mean, I think we can all agree he lost them that first game in New Orleans, but other than that, he's, he's been fine. He's been fine. Um, again, not great. Are there things you can point out that he missed on Sunday? Absolutely. But that's Ryan Tannehill. Like we know that it's not like all of a sudden he's going to become this guy that elevates his play and elevates the roster and all that stuff. I mean, if you're expecting that, that, that's, that's kind of ridiculous, but you know, is it worth having him out there? For this team to win eight games instead of winning four games um, and finding out what you have in the two young quarterbacks, is, is that worth it? No, it's not. Now, the reason they're doing it is because they think that with Tannehill out there, they can win 10 games, they can make the playoffs, get in the playoffs, who knows what happens. Another thing about this is they were – I we were all thinking, and I guarantee you in that inside that building, they were thinking that this defense was going to be dominant. And with a dominant defense, you know, some things can think if things fall into place, you can do some things. Well, through five games, that has not been the case. This defense has not been dominant. They've had dominant flashes, but they certainly were not dominant on Sunday. And so if the defense is not going to be where you thought it was going to be, you may have to kind of reassess where you are. And they got the game in London this weekend. Then they get the bye. It's an early bye. But... Um, you know, that's, that's kind of the point where they start to evaluate things. So we'll see what happens kind of as they go there, um, with the result against the Ravens. And then, you know, through the bye week we'll we'll see if any major changes are made. I I tend to doubt that they will, because again, I think the division is still going to be available for them to win because I just don't think anybody's going to run away with it. So that, that's, that's kind of where that thinking is at. And we'll just kind of continue to watch it play out. Um, would love to see Traylon Barks get back on the field because they need some answers on him. Need to know if he if he's a guy they can count on, if he's a guy they can build around. I, I don't know right now. 
I mean, the answer right now would have to be no, that's not fair because it's a, you know, a year and five games and he's missed two of those games. So, um, and he's and he missed a bunch of games last year too. So, um, but availability is, is a, is a part of it. So anyway, all that. So again, like this is just kind of how the season's going to be. Like I said, I, I quoted Zach earlier, but Zach said, uh, in his thing about, you know, the word for this team this year is inconsistency. And that, that's what it's going to be. It's a mediocre team. There's going to be ups and downs. We're going to be talking in these circles a, a lot. Now, you know, listen, as we go throughout this, hear this, like, I, I think that we see throughout the course of an NFL season, a lot of things change. Um, teams go up, teams go down. I'm not here to say that this defense can't figure it out and be as good as, as everybody thought they could be, right? I'm not going to say that that can't happen. And then, and if that does happen, then the conversation around this team changes. So we're in week, we're about to start, what, week six of a 18-week season. So a lot of things happen throughout the course of a season. So just kind of keep that in mind. But as it stands right now, this team looks like a mediocre team that is going to play inconsistent football. And so I think that's kind of the assumptions that we will draw for now. All right, that'll do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. Um, again, MutantCityMiracles.com, at MCM on Twitter, Home Run Throwback, rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.